Greetings and salutations. How are you? I'm yeah, better now that it's Taurus season. Aries season was rough, huh? Aries season was rough. Really got the better of us, I feel like. Did we record a single podcast episode during Aries season? Um, I believe that we did. Okay, maybe the first one. Like yeah. the first week, the first week of Aries season. Yeah. We've had some listeners, we've had some bad luck <laughs> every consecutive week, basically. Has been bad, yes. Um, but we're here now. It's all uphill from here. It's 2022, the year of yeah. our Lord. We're almost certainly never going to miss another week as long as we live. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, no question. No question. Because if there's one thing, it is that I am prompt. I never have unexpected things come up. And I am fully awake all of the time and not mentally ill. Uh, I was going to say, if there's one thing I'm sure of, it's that you're not going to live till next week. Oh, the only <laughs> promises you can't keep. Okay, fair enough. Uh, won't threaten you with a good time. What? Yeah, what? I won't threaten you with a good time. Oh, yeah, no, don't do that. Uh, so tell me what you've been up to, aside from the mentally ill part. Um... Well, my goldfish has a weird growth on it, but I've been watching him closely and he seems to be doing okay. His swim bladder is a little goofy, so I had to starve him for three days to kind of like reset his system, which makes me sad, but he's doing better. And um, I just got back from Oceanside, which is like four hours from where I live to go visit a friend. And it was very sunny the whole time. Good. Yeah. Um, How about you? Um, I've been pretty good. Uh, school has been taking up a lot of time. Mm -hmm. um, I've only got like two and a half weeks left in this semester. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's uh, pretty stressful, but I'm doing just fine. It's crunch time? Yeah, doing fine. Like a lemon lime, lemon lime in the summertime. Yeah, that oh. would have been good if I had not stumbled over my words no i liked it still i think that gave it its own little pizzazz yeah uh no i'm doing just fine uh enjoying life actually <laughs> actually okay actually no this is it's fucking terrible mm -hmm. uh i'm allowed to swear on my podcast right i feel like i should know this but it's you, been so long you um, are an adult uh no uh no I'm, I'm quite stressed out from school but i've been stressed out for school before and i've still finished every semester since so i I'll have great faith in you you've come this far i have truly um i'm sorry about your goldfish but yeah uh, uh that's that's growth baby you know, it's more just ironic because, like, the stupid 99-cent fish, goldfish I bought lasted six years. And then this bad boy, I dropped $40 on him, and he has already been sick twice, and I'm getting real sick of him. High maintenance, huh? Bro, like, I did not think it was going to be like that. Yeah, I think maybe the more you spend, uh, the more finicky 
Like they got a they're they're a special goldfish, right? The um so sorry. Well, it's just the uh like your typical the ones that are kind of fat, like they're kind of pudgy. Mm-hmm. Like just typical. But they they're of course they're more expensive than feeder goldfish. Uh you know, I had a I had a an aquarium when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Um and you know we gradually watched all of our fish uh die except for this one like le- i think it was a leopard fish mm-hmm. that far outlived all of the other ones mm-hmm. um and then eventually when when that when that fish also died after many 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 years uh we just got rid of the fish tank and lost my favorite source of white noise in the house Oh, it's absolutely like it's it's such a peaceful noise. Yeah, but I was talking to one of the um, one of the other grad students has an aquarium, mm-hmm. and I got quite jealous. I'm like, maybe I should get an aquarium. Yeah, maybe I should know- get. Maybe I should. And, and I saw one. I was walking my dog, um, and there was like a. It was kind of too big. It was like a twenty gallon aquarium. Yeah, those are big. That's what I have. That someone had put out on the street, like free aquarium and like gecko gecko supplies. Like the um, lizard? Yeah, yeah. Like I I imagine what happened is that they had a gecko and that gecko died. Mm-hmm. Um, or and they so they're died. like, yeah, that c- could be. Um, <laughs> but they just, you know, they put out all this stuff and they're like, anyone wants it, it's free. And I'm like, definitely thought about it. Mm-hmm. But like I was walking my dog, I'm like, maybe I'll come back another time. But then I was gone. Next time you know, I, I would have been concerned about like cross contaminating those two types of takes, honestly. So it was probably for the best that it wasn't there. Mm, true. I don't know how sound that is, but I feel like I feel like yeah. lizard, and you basically you're making lizard juice. <laughs> yeah. Fair Not enough. as delicious as bug juice, you know? Yeah, would you drink lizard juice? Would I drink lizard juice? Mm-hmm. Answer oh. the question. <laughs> you know, usually I have a foul response, but just the, th- like, because I used to have a roommate that had a bearded lizard, and they shed their skin Yeah. and stuff, and, like, just the thought of drinking something that has stuff in it the equivalent of like aloe vera chunks is repulsive to me yeah i can't pretend yeah not as good as bug juice you're totally right yeah uh maybe we should have trigger warned trigger trigger warning warning lizard water yeah lizard water drinking lizards also animal death animal death um can i tell you what i learned about bug juice this weekend I wish which, you would. Which it is. It, I don't know if you thought I was kidding, but it literally is an actual drink. Tell me more. It, it's like, I don't know. It's like a little, like, sweet, like a juice, like a kid's juice. It's just called bug juice. But I found out that if you were traveling uh, with a toddler, all you have to do is mix one drop of bug juice to a bottle full of water, and that kid will not make a peep for an entire, like, four-hour car ride. Actually, yeah. six hours. I did just look it up, and it these 
you know they they do look like bug juice mm-hmm. in that it doesn't look like something i would want to drink personally yeah yeah no. <laughs> they're so vibrant yeah well, I, like, is it is they're it a like soda? no i think it's a juice and they come in really tiny packages it looks mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and they have a little um like you could give it to the kid because it has like the what are like the nozzle on it yeah but we just would put like a little tiny squirt in the water and that he was good Hmm. so for all you aspiring nannies out there um if you need to soothe a child in a car ride bug juice well i do have a story from 2016 i don't believe it is still relevant so it's probably safe to get bug juice Mm -hmm. but there is this story from 2016 Let's hear it. Uh, that reads, uh, children's fruit juice, quote unquote, bug juice, mm-hmm. has been recalled as it could possibly contain metal shavings. <laughs> so if you if you like your drinks with a, with a side of metal with a little, shavings. A little, a little something to chew on. Yeah, a little bite. You um, want to know something? That's very common, actually. I believe it. I probably um, drink metal shavings all the time. Yeah, I I had a job where uh, more than one type of thing, like Capri Suns, and then another type of juice was recalled for metal shavings. Which I, who is in charge of stirring the big vat of bug juice and Capri Sun? Who's just like <laughs> sprinkling a metal shaving <laughs> shaker in there? Um, I, I see. I think the thing is that they're they're processed in a factory, which also processes metal juice, and yeah. so sometimes they get a little cross contaminated, like with peanuts. Sometimes, you know. You're completely right. I forgot metal juice. Yeah, a you forget. Metal juice factory, major export of um, of I believe Pittsburgh. <laughs> see now, if you give a child one drop of metal juice in one container of a bottle of water the -hmm. child immediately turns into an air guitar and just starts shredding yeah and if you give one to your scyther and then trade it to a friend it'll evolve into a caesar little pokemon trivia for you okay did we have did were you (laughs) the one that was asking me was i a pokemon or was i a digimon kid um, that was probably me. I asked that question of people a lot, but I don't remember. I, I feel like you asked me, I can't remember if you asked me on the lo- last podcast or not. The last one we did. I probably did. Listeners can remind us if, if this has been discussed already, but um, what is your answer? Well, I, re- I, I liked Pokemon for like the, the few minutes I was allowed to watch it. Because, right, um, before you were banned. Yeah, my brother got mad and told my mom I was watching um, demonic stuff. And so then Pokemon yeah. wasn't allowed in the house anymore. Yeah, I this has definitely been discussed. Okay, yeah, yeah. I remembered. Mm-hmm. Well, have any favorite Pokemon? I think I probably already asked this, but I want to remember. Um, uh, Togepi. Togepi. Right? Isn't that yeah, how you yeah, say yeah. it? The little angry yep. egg? Yeah, the little angry egg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm a, I'm actually a big fan of, of bug Pokemon. 
okay like like what um oh i don't know if there are any that you would know like my favorite is is shedinja uh which is the shed carcass of a cicada Mm. (laughs) um and it's a so it is a bug type it's a bug and ghost type pokemon Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's a little the discarded shell that Mm -hmm. is haunted i guess um i think that's very funny um i did just mention scyther scyther's pretty cool like wormpole can i give a worm can i also give a like a runner-up pokemon that i like too yeah is is it polywag uh polywag polywag yeah like just adorable yeah cute everything you want in a cute thing like round swirly the little eyes the little tail like the little kitty kiss. mouth yeah we love it yeah there uh there are a lot of like frog like pokemon mm-hmm. polywag is pretty good I'm, I'm a fan i like i like that um when polywag evolves uh it just gets beefy like gets... yeah like doesn't he get ripped like yeah, he gets arm. totally ripped yeah <laughs> it's just like first he gets little fighter fighter gloves like he's a little boxer and then doesn't he just get absolutely yoked totally shredded um yes and mad too uh yeah I, and i want to know the conversation that went down at pokemon at the pokemon <laughs> company that's like what do what do frogs do what do frogs do when they get when they get older? They get yoked, right? They, <laughs> they get angry, right? They, they they hit the gym, right? Like they get okay, they yeah. Because I'm I'm r- looking at the evolution. It goes from polywag to polywhirl, which is like okay, still kind of cute, and then just yeah. polywrath. Polywrath, just and angry. Then, and then in the second generation, they they introduced polytoad, which is just completely different from all the other ones. Um, mm-hmm. But still pretty okay. He's got like that's just more of like a green happy frog. Oh, can I can I tell you about a Pokemon you might be interested in? I would love it if you did. Um, it's called uh, it's called Greninja. Greninja. Gree G R E and then Ninja. Okay, let me look it up. This little fella is a frog that's also a ninja, <laughs> and. Uh, my favorite part about this Pokemon is that it, it it has this scarf that's actually its tongue. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at that right now. Yeah, it's got a big uh, it's got a big tongue scarf. That's a big slay on his part. Yeah, absolutely. While this is a wild design, like it's very angular and sharp and pointy, like everything a frog or toad isn't. I do like the little feet. Yeah, the like big, farm. What's the the green frog? Was the frog's name? The green frog, Polytoad? No, no, no. Um, in real life, it's like the oh. guy has. Was the frog's name Pants? Pants. Gumby. Gumby. Uh. Oh, are you like uh uh? Are you thinking of like at Sticky Frogs on Twitter? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, yes. Um, listeners go to, go to Twitter and search sticky frogs. Yes, there is Gumby. Mm-hmm. Um, Gumby is, uh, sibling. I think Gumby's a, a, 
I think Gumby and Jens are both boys, and then Vought and Tiny are girls. I could be wrong though. They just have perfect little <clears throat> sticky, sticky toed feet. Yes, I love sticky frogs. Big fan of sticky frogs. Mm-hmm. Um, they've also got um, those are green tree frogs, um, but the same account also has um, Pobblebonks. Um, my favorite is Barry, who just recently got a, a there was just a recent update of 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 Barry the the Pobblebonk. And that's a type of frog. Pobblebonk is a type of frog. Um, that is P O double B L E, and then bonk, B O N K, Pobble bonk. Wow, that is a new thing for me. Let's see. Yeah. Oh. They're, like, they're just um. They're just a good very chat. cute. Yeah. I like the eyes. Very can good. I can I tell you a quick thing about poison dart poison dart frogs? You can. Okay, so our mutual friend Josh. Um, yes. The first time I met him was in San Francisco. Um, I drove there to, and he was in the States and we were going to go to a show together. And while mm-hmm. we were hanging out for a couple of days, we went to the California, shoot, what's it called? Like the California Science Center. And um, they mm-hmm. have like a little area of like, like a reptile room and stuff. And as he and I were walking um, throughout the building, there was like a little cove where it was like a little pond and rocks like almost like a fixture mm. and there were poison dart frogs but like just sitting on the ledge like not in an enclosure or anything just like sitting there where I could reach over and touch it and so we said to ourselves if they're still there when we walk back this way like we'll let somebody know and then uh. when we came back they were still there and I go up to him and they were actually little ceramic dart frogs, like for decoration. Oh. But what's concerning to me looking back is like I knew how poisonous those are. And I was just like, yeah, we'll circle back. And if a child hasn't ingested one by now, I'll say something. Um. But I don't know why my first instinct wasn't to, hey, let's handle this situation. Now I was like, let's leave the poison dart frogs a little while longer and we'll come back to it. Well, there's a certain amount of like you don't want to get your nose in that situation you know but we were both very like certain like wow there's some loose poison dart frogs in this wow in this this, building in this building this building has deadly creatures just we were like that's nuts what's the next exhibit (laughs) i i once um i once was bit by a frog Bit? I wish yeah. I, my mom could tell this story better. When I was little, um, the town pretty near to me, um, mm-hmm. Smith College uh, in Northampton, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. where I grew up, um, has a botanical garden that you can go to. Oh, that's cool. And it's very cool. Um, and there are these a couple of little rooms with like a pond in it. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a frog, although it may have been a fish. I was so little, but I like mm-hmm. stuck my finger in the water. As you're, probably, you're probably not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, if they didn't want me sticking my finger in the water, they should have put it right up on, at eye level for a for a toddler. Uh, for a toddler. Yeah. Um, but I just I I remember I just I just felt a little chomp, 
uh, <laughs> and, and I don't know. There's not really anything to the story. It's just that a, a, a frog or possibly a fish bit me. And I was fine because Anne got no teeth. I like that that's, that's something you can affectionately bring up with your mom. Like, hey, remember that time I got bit by a frog when I was little? Yeah. Well, all of the other things about me getting bit by things when I was little aren't as pleasant as that one, so. That was your, that's probably your, the only time you've enjoyed being bitten by something? Well, just about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but It wasn't uh... a complete, it wasn't a complete wretched experience. Yeah, it wasn't completely wretched. Um, uh, I'm yeah uh very nice story when i was uh when i was at the the zoo in san francisco i was taking pictures of everything frog related to show you uh and there were a bunch of frog related things at the zoo i feel like frogs are a big deal over there i think so that's i get the feeling at least um like like being very serious like i can remember walking downtown san francisco like up towards the neighborhood and seeing like a lot of murals with wildlife and like frogs were very um, predominant in it. I wish I could remember where I was at. It was like we took a trolley up through a neighborhood and there was murals. And I think it was supposed to be like jungle, but there was like a <laughs> lot of frogs in it. All right. Yeah. I love frogs. Well, you, you and I already know this about each other, mm-hmm. but maybe the listeners didn't know how much we love frogs. We do enjoy um, the frog. Frog, the frog council, still rain, still raining after all these years. Wow, um, years already! Holy crap! It, I think it has been years because I'm pretty sure we made that group chat after um, Spider-Man: Far From Home came out. Oh yeah, you're right. Because we did yeah. pizza time. Yeah, we had pizza time with Vanessa and Katie. Mm-hmm. And then Vanessa was like, "Hold on." Let me bring Damon into this. Mm-hmm. And that was when the Frog Council was created. Later Frog became the Rat, the Rat Conference. Mm-hmm. And is now Turth. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, but that must have been a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, it had to have been. Um, on this note, I did, ha- I did do some, I did some cryptid research. Okay but I'm throwing it out, saving that for another time. Because one of the things that I almost, my second choice mm-hmm. is in fact, the Loveland frog. Okay. Um, and this wasn't what I prepared for today, mm-hmm. but I'm going to wing it. Okay. Because it's topical. We've been talking about frogs for about six minutes now. So um, the Loveland frog is a, uh, is a cryptid, from Ohio, from mm-hmm. Loveland, Ohio, um, uh, that uh, in the it was spotted first in 1972, mm-hmm. and apparently it was it's just it's just a, a four foot tall frog that walks on its hind leg, like it's literally frog and toad, but like, but real and and humans, hum, small human sized, but human sized. A toddler-sized frog just walking yeah. around. Yeah, <laughs> walking around on its hind legs. Um, 
yeah it uh it uh, it just i think it just walks around like i don't think it does anything i think it's just uh it walks around on its hind legs mm -hmm. and it was recently um it was recently seen a second time or like supposedly seen a second time in 2016 mm -hmm. um and apparently this second sighting incited i'm just now re reading the wikipedia page because i didn't really have time to do good research um mm -hmm. uh apparently the the officer who who um who was originally told about the first frogman sighting in 1970 uh -huh. came clean in 2016 that he that he had shot the frogman back in 1972 oh my god and was like it was just an iguana it was just an iguana <laughs> it was oh. just an iguana that apparently was i do they have a four foot long i know iguanas are big but like do they have iguanas that size in ohio um, I think I don't know if it's iguanas, but I know there's some type of lizards that can walk on their hind legs for like short distances. So maybe it wasn't an iguana, but like something that looked like it and it was just chilling on its back legs. Huh. Well, yeah, there's not too much more to it, except I am now learning mm -hmm. that back in 2014, so a little bit before the second sighting. Oh, I'm learning that the second sighting happened when two teenagers were playing Pokemon Go. Um, oh my God, they found a real life. Yeah, in the summer of 2016, back when that that when people were all playing Pokemon Go. Um, uh, what was I saying? Oh yes, yes. Slightly before that, in 2014, uh, some some local people some local actors and playwrights named joshua Steele and mike hall mm -hmm. produced a musical called hot damn it's the loveland frog <laughs> that'd be my reaction too yeah i think wikipedia censors it as hot diggity dog it's the loveland frog which is kind of better i'm afraid <laughs> than than hot damn it's the loveland frog I love it. The Wikipedia page says hot diggity dog, but when I go to the source, it says hot damn. So let's stick with. Yeah. I I wish I could get more details about this musical, but I guess it's just about it's just about the frog sightings. How, like not that I think you should be embarrassed to tell people, but imagine like you had to go to the cops. And you had to tell them, like, I just saw something absolutely bonkers. And when they're like, can you give a description? You're like, picture a frog, but four feet tall and walking on its back legs. Like, what, what yeah. do the cops even file that under? Good question. And I'm, I'm looking, at, I'm looking right, right now. Frog and Toad was first published in 1970. Mm -hmm. um so that coincided pretty closely uh i'm seeing now okay the loveland frog the 1972 incident 
was not the first sp spotting. It was just the, it was that, that was the one where the police got involved. But it is, is interesting that it was like right around the time of Frog and Toad being published. Oh, how funny is that? It was a, it was a small child in a Frog and Toad costume. Just wandering this, around. I guess they, yeah, probably just wandering around um, in March at 1 a.m. Yeah. yeah, maybe not. I guess not. Well, I don't know. If I had a kid, that's probably could, what they'd be doing. I could. That's true. I, you know, I think your kid probably would be doing that. Yeah. If you had a kid. Um. Any cryptids to report? So it's not exactly a cryptid, and it's pretty basic, but it's more like there's a couple tangents that go off on it. So I was thinking, like, the very first, like, quote, cryptid I ever heard of when I was a little kid was the jackalope. Yeah. And I remember my pop telling me about it. Um, and for those of us that don't know, a jackalope is a North American hybrid of a jackrabbit, and it's basically a jackrabbit with antelope horns yes. and i i didn't realize that there is actually like a mythology behind them i thought it was just like a taxidermy joke but uh it actually started back in wyoming and it goes back to the 1800s and it said that um they could mimic human voices, and at night, cowboys along campfires could hear them singing across the prairies. Um, they would attack humans by goring their legs with their antlers, causing lumberjacks to have to wear st stovepipes on their shins. Um, and the only way to calm down an angry jackalope is to offer it whiskey. So I didn't realize that there's a little bit of lore in that. Um, <sighs> and then what popularized it is a guy named Douglas Herrick. Uh, of course made the little mounts for the walls where he took deer antlers and put them on a jackrabbit's head and then sold them as such but what I did find is jackalopes fall under a subcategory of cryptids called um, fearsome, creep fearsome critters which is hmm. not exactly cryptids but more like um, no, uh, they're critters that are fearsome that, that strike fear into the hearts like, of many yeah like tall tells and so I was like uh, what in the world so I was going through a list of beasts of fearsome critters and I don't know if you remember I told you a small side story about uh, my yeah, grandpa when I was about little. your grandpa and the he three things me, you're told to watch out for yeah so I always thought he had eakers which mm -hmm. were like little Furbies, the Bodingi bird, which a giant bird with razor sharp teeth that gets you, and the side hill hode, which was like a, a vicious, like flesh eating goat that had one leg longer than the other and could only travel uphill. And what I found in this list is something called a side hill gouger, which uh -huh. is a fearsome critter that lives on hillsides and has legs on one side of their body shorter than legs on the opposite side so they can walk up steep hillsides but only in one direction yeah. um, 
when they're lured onto a plane, they're trapped in an endless circular path. So they just run in a circle until they die. Hmm. Um, and then if they come across another side hill gouger, they have to fight to the death, especially if they're opposite side hill gougers. And if you look up side hill gouger on Wikipedia, you are given a very beautiful picture um, of a mother side hill gouger. Ooh. A left-sided mother looks forlornly at her right-sided pup. So, Aww. yeah, destined to go opposite ways. So sad. So while I always thought that my grandpa was full of crap telling me this stuff, it turns out that one of the little fearsome critters he told me about actually had some truth in it. Wow. Sidehill Gouger is a, a, a frightening name. Yeah. For what seems like not very dangerous. I, the most it does is um like just walk the other way <laughs> right? yeah literally <laughs> like you just... see one come in and you go i am going left well yeah exactly but yeah because i'm not I seeing mean, anything that they are vicious just that they're little freaks but aren't we all i'm i'm a little freak you are a little freak I don't know about you, but I guess you kind of are. Oh, I definitely. Oh, well, the well, scariest. You're definitely, a, you're definitely a freak. Yes. Uh, a freak and a geek. You remember that show? Uh, yeah, but I actually never. Uh, I was not a, a a watcher, but I know it exists. It did exist. Freaks, freaks, and geeks. Two types of people. Sometimes they're both. Yeah, I think a little bit, uh, a little bit before before my time. Before your time. I was like four years old when Freaks and Geeks was airing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but I didn't. Wait. I knew. I knew it exists. It was just. I didn't watch it. Wait, what year were you born? Ninety six. Oh, yeah, you were only three. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. I was a whopping six. Yeah. I guess you were. Did you watch Freaks and Geeks? I did watch Freaks and Geeks. Huh? Um, I've been just looking at pictures of jackalopes. You know, oh, that was the other thing. There is actually some validity... And the sightings of jackalopes. Darn it! Where did it go? Uh-huh. Um, is this the is this like the 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 papilloma virus? Yeah. So there's that weird thing. There's a weird virus that causes that them picture. to have like little growths that look like horns, like right by their yeah. ear. So probably what people were seeing was just a rabbit that had that virus, which was sad because what it meant was. It was eventually going to grow so big that uh, yeah, the jackrabbit wouldn't be able to eat properly. That's sad. Yeah, it's very sad. And yet, here we are with a little if myth you, surrounding it. 
if you were a jackrabbit infected with the Shope papillomavirus causing you to grow uh, horn-like growths on or near your head, mm-hmm. I would save you. Oh, I thought you were going to say you would put me out of my misery. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe. Would you prefer that? I could no, ta- I think it would be fun to be a jackal. I could, get you, I could get you taxidermied. Oh, you know what? Preserve me forever. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not mutually exclusive. I can like save you. I can keep you alive as long as you can so you can enjoy your jackalope, jackalope lifestyle. And mm-hmm. then once you finally bite the dust, I'll taxidermy you. And Did put you, you ever... on my living room wall. Oh, so I could be with you forever. No, I never. No, no way. So, th- so that my guests could be intimidated at your appearance. I mean, you could just do that with my regular head, and it'd probably do the same thing. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure if I put it on a wall. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Did you ever read that short story in like high school called The Landlady? I don't think so. It was uh, like this lady rented rooms and it was like people checked in but they never checked out and the guy couldn't figure out why all the other guests like hadn't left and then I think it ends with he's like in the living room in front of the fire and her dog is curled up in front of the fire and then when Mm -hmm. he goes to inspect it he realized that the dog's been killed and stuffed and that everyone that comes in she taxidermies and perfectly perfectly preserves in their room what is it with short stories always being horrifying? Like they're you're reading it and then there's an absolute shovel at the end of it. Yeah. Have you ever read a short story that isn't horrifying? I'm sure I have, but I can't think of one. No, I've never I've never read a short story that didn't like mess with me psychologically for years. Yeah, there's like, I mean, there's, I think of like yellow wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of like Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe stuff. That man had some demons. Yeah, he sure did. Uh, Bostonian, by the way. Represent. Re- represent. <laughs> You know, um, I read something somewhere that they think he might have been murdered. Really? Mm-hmm. They think that uh, he was being used to do some sort of like, um, oh, what's the word? Uh, for when you fake stuff? Like fake uh, votes? Fake. What is that fake word what? called? Like they would use people to go back and vote multiple times. Fraud. Like he was committing. People were using him to commit voter fraud. And um, Mm -hmm. they drugged him. And it wasn't that he died from like alcoholism or something. He died from being poisoned. Oh. It was like he knew too much because he was trying to make some extra money. And then they were like, all right, we got to get rid of you. Yikes. Poor guy. Yeah. he He definitely had problems. I mean, he did marry, like, his 14-year-old cousin, so that was a little weird. That was a little out of pocket. Yeah. But was a hell of a writer, though. 
the mask of red death i think is the one that still sticks with me mm, it's a good one i like cask of amontillado for some reason i felt like you were gonna say that you did yeah i don't know i just felt like that word was a Colin word yeah i guess so mask of the red death is good um i really like the telltale heart um when i was a, when i was in high school i played cello mm-hmm. and one of my favorite pieces that we played let me see if i can look it up i mean i won't play it or anything but so people no, can... I'd, I'd, I'd like it if you played it well i don't think that'll work um <laughs> But you can look it up on your own time. Alan Lee Silva's The Evil Eye and the Hideous Heart mm-hmm. um, is is the name of this uh, this piece of, of music. And it's based on the Telltale Heart. Um, and it's just, uh, I don't know, it's just very fun uh, to listen to. What is it called? It's the called e- The Evil Eye and the Hideous Heart. And it's one it's one song that's not two separate songs. Uh yes, that's correct. It's a it's a classical well not classical music because it's well, yeah. It's supposed to sound like a horror movie soundtrack to the to the short story. Oh, that is that's an interesting project. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh I loved playing it. Um what else is good? Somebody read that short story and they were like, you know, it'd slap right now some background music. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Um, there's also The Pit and the Pendulum, which I don't know. I don't know too much about the short story, but it is. I'm pretty sure it's a level in Super Mario 64. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? I think it's a I think it's a level on TikTok or it's a star on TikTok clock. I believe you. And now, the pit and the pendulums, Super Mario 64 wiki guide. My my memory mm-hmm. never fails. Never fails, especially when it comes to Super Mario lore. Yeah, I'm all about Super Mario lore. What what Super Mario lore do you know? Um. Well, Anything? I was. I was not really allowed to play video games growing up because sure. apparently it made us really violent. Yeah, um, and you're and and obviously totally demonic. Yeah, um, I just found out that Toad, who is my favorite character, is not actually a mushroom, but he's wearing a hat. <laughs> I hate that knowledge so much. I've I think it is disputed, but uh... please tell me that's false. Because seeing Toad take the top off of his head was the most wicked and vile thing I've ever experienced in my life. Yeah, so there's there's like a there's like a cartoon where he where he takes it off. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is like disputes about whether or not that cartoon is consistent with, with other other sources of, mm-hmm. of, of official Mario lore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I don't know. There's only one way to find out, really. To hunt and kill a wild toad. Yep. Now, uh, if you and you'll were, do it. If you were to hunt and kill a toad, mm-hmm. and you were to, you know, get ready to cut him up to eat him, 
would you discover a skeletal system or would he smooth slicely like a mushroom? I think he would smooth. I, I think he'd be smooth on the, well, he wouldn't be smooth on the inside. He would be all like um, fibrous. But the texture of a mushroom? Yeah, exactly. Okay, good. That's what I like to think too when I think, I think about yeah, I think toads and goombas are just basically like they're just mushrooms that can talk and the, wear clothes, I guess. The thought of them having bones chills me to my core. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Speaking of bones, mm -hmm. speaking of eating living sentient creatures. Yes. I have an epithet for you. Let's hear it. Um, so... We're going to go back to the Iliad. Um, we're going to go... Uh, uh, we're going to go to book one of the Iliad at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And we're going to book one, line 231. So this is uh, right after Achilles has picked a fight with Agamemnon. And Achilles... I would say is a little bit miffed. He's a mm -hmm. little tiny bit upset. And uh, in line 231 of book one of the Iliad by Homer, uh, he says to Agamemnon, his, the king, he says, which means mm -hmm. people, people eating king or like you are a people eating king since you rule over nobody. Uh, so um, means he's a he's a person who uh, yeah he he he's so uh, demoboros is the epithet people eating, mm -hmm. but it's not it's not really literal mm -hmm. um, as much as it is like. Um, let me think of like it's like it's like someone who like it's a king it's a person of authority who like le like mooches off the people underneath like is a par he's like a parasite mm -hmm. serves himself at the expense of the people beneath him or mm -hmm. her i don't know i don't know it can you, do you have a muppet for me so i just want to know this one was actually very challenging and while yours is more in a metaphorical sense of okay eating, um mm -hmm. i decided to use it more literally totally fine okay because we have miss piggy who definitely is a commanding presence has a sense of authority and while it's kind of like a a running gag throughout everything she's in that she will throw anyone under the bus to get ahead in life because she thinks she's great she thinks she, she, is. she thinks she's destined to be a star like and she is yeah she sacrifices anybody she just she'll throw them under the bus but what i wanted to point out to was in her quest for celebrity and wanting to be a star she actually was the star of many commercials in the 90s um, that are somewhat cannibalistic. So, okay. For example, uh, she was in 
a commercial for Lay's potato chips for uh, smoky bacon flavor. And as we oh. all know, Miss Piggy is actually a pig and In bacon. Fact, pig. Yeah, and bacon is a byproduct there. Um, wow. Then we have Miss Piggy being a spokesperson for um, uh, Denny's. Denny's? Yeah. yeah. And in the in the commercial, she asked for three orders of the Grand Slam, which mm-hmm. I don't know if you know the the uh, items that come on that, but it is That's, bacon and sausage. I believe, yeah, bacon, sausage, and it comes with like, I don't know, I haven't been to a Denny's in so long. Is it, is it like pancakes, your choice of like pancakes, French toast, mm-hmm. bacon, sausage? Mm-hmm. Hash browns, yep. maybe? I don't know. It's been, uh, it's been, I think it's mm- eggs. Eggs. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So she said, not only do I want one serving of bacon and sausage, I'll take three. Um, and then later she was in a commercial for Pizza Hut. Uh, and the pizza that Miss Piggy picks is pepperoni. This is a pattern. Yeah, and multiple a pattern. different Multiple different companies are like, m- multiple different ad companies are like, you know what? Miss Piggy, yeah. uh, let's just say her diet is not kosher. And that's not, she was also a spokesperson for Subway. And while in the commercial, she doesn't exactly like do anything problematic, like mm-hmm. eat another pig, we do know that uh, Subway toppings are like ham, bacon, salami, meatballs, etc. So they're, a, you know, they sell a lot of pork products and miss piggy was miss piggy was all for it she gave them her approval and can you know was this was this before or after jared fogel uh, it was <laughs> nope i'm just looking it up jared fogel is in fact in this commercial with yeah. miss piggy yep <laughs> uh-oh so she yep the they feature former subway spokesperson jared fogel I so, think this is this is perhaps your best your best Muppet contribution yet in in the extent of dark knowledge that has been <laughs> unveiled. I see I was stressing out about it because I was like I feel like this is a stretch because I'm not taking this metaphorically. I got to go literally. Well, well, see that's the great thing about epithets is that they are um they're polysemic, they're multivalent they have many meanings contained within them mm-hmm. and that their meaning both informs and is informed by the context in which they appear. Mm-hmm. So you approve of this one? Ergo people eating, people eating Miss Piggy. Mm-hmm. Wow. This changes everything. And also something I learned today uh, is Miss Piggy and Kermit broke up. Oh, that's too bad for them. I mean, it never seemed like a particularly healthy relationship, but. But you want to know, I think what's very telling, uh, how being as Miss Piggy was fine to do all these cannibalistic commercials. Mm -hmm. In the first Muppet movie, uh, 
Kermit refused to appear in a commercial for Doc Hopper's French fried frog legs. So right there we see they are not compatible. Mm. You think you think they broke up because he wasn't down with the sickness. He was not down with the sickness. The sickness of the the indescribable moral sin of eating another member of your own species. It's like I what in Harry Potter, what is it? Like you drink the unicorn blood and you're but half a person for the rest of your life. Sure, something like that. You you advertise eating your own species and you're forever a shell of your former self. Yeah, I bet that unicorn blood tastes good though, huh? Next question. <laughs> it looks like bug juice, but sil did it I'm going back to bug juice. Do they have any silver kind of bug juice? I don't think so. They all look like very neon colors. Did you know Bug Juice was a show? I saw that when we were looking it up earlier. Wait, actually, Leapin' Lemonade. No. Bug Juice. I wouldn't say it's quite silver, but it is like very, very pale lemonade color that looks almost white. Leaping Lemonade Bug Juice? Leaping Lemonade. Oh my goodness. Leaping leap Lemonade. That is definitely very metallic looking. That is definitely unicorn blood. Man. Speaking of drinks, where I know I'm reopening this can of worms, or rather this, this bottle of bugs. Mm -hmm. um, I think last time I recorded a podcast, mm -hmm. I was not a blaster. But I have since, for the first time ever, consumed, consumed Baja Blast. And thoughts, opinions? Pretty good. I mean, better than a lot of, uh, better than normal Mountain Dew. That's for oh, sure. Oh, absolutely. I was looking at Baja Bat, Baja Blast. Uh, I was looking at Mountain Dew flavors. Mm -hmm. There are so many. Oh, yeah. So many that are like limited run only. Um, or like they're not permanent releases like i didn't realize like i knew obviously everyone knows baja blast mm -hmm. the, for the 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 partnership with um uh with taco, taco. bell uh but uh, like there are a lot of stores that have their own exclusive uh exclusive mountain dews such as sam's club has mm -hmm. berry monsoon kfc has sweet lightning. Uh, Walmart has frostbite. Really quick, um, sweet lightning. Is there a way you can give me a description of that flavor? Because I feel like it's barbecue. I, sh I sure can. It is dew charged with natural and artificial sweet peach and smooth honey. Okay. Okay. Not barbecue. That would be pretty nuts. I don't know why the lightning made me think that. Mm. Um, Red Lobster, get this. Red oh. Lobster has what is called a Dugarita, <gasps> which is a margarita <laughs> made with Mountain Dew, the first official alcoholic Mountain Dew product. Now, hold up. Um, they could be onto something there. I wouldn't <laughs> knock that one till I try it. You're right. Um, have you ever heard of Come and Go? The store? Yeah. Yeah. I Isn't have... it like a restaurant? 
or not a it restaurant, a con- sorry, rest it's stop. a convenience convenience store chain yeah i had never heard of this and so i was looking at a list of mountain dew flavors and i'm like why is this why is there a store spelled come that way like, what, who spelled come that way because they were on thin ice <laughs> i'm sorry to get like a little dirty but what were they what were they thinking Somebody in that headquarters was not on, was not firing on all four cylinders that day. <laughs> was not, did not use the internet. Nope. Yikes. I mean, it's, it's fine. Mm. At least they spell it with a K, which is maybe a little less worse. Like not yeah. quite as awful <laughs> as, as the alternative. The Mountain Dew flavor, I learned about this last week, uh, is there's a Flaming Hot Cheetos Mountain Dew. Okay, I've just been watching a streamer, um, a streamer on Twitch.tv named I Ate Your Pie, who Mm -hmm. plays a lot of Pokemon, Mm -hmm. just had this Flaming Hot Cheetos Mountain Dew. The verdict, Mm -hmm. would you like to hear it? Yes, I would. Just virtually undrinkable dreadful like oh. he had he had one like bottle of it and i think it took him like two hours to drink because it just <laughs> he could not bring himself to to touch the to touch the bevy to his lips did he know that he didn't have to finish it oh uh, no he did his friend was there and his friend drank it in one one big gulp no uh, no I, I imagine also that didn't like it, but like ripped the band-aid off, you know, and just like shotgunned it. Yeah, you know, maybe that would have been better. Because then yeah. for two hours you have to sit there and be like, wow. Continu- continually re reconnecting your taste buds to that flavor every few minutes. Yeah. Because the friend that shotgunned it, then he could move on to the next beverage. He- the first guy is just stuck, man. Yeah. I don't think that had a long run because it came out in August 2021. And it's I can't April. imagine. I can't imagine it's still going. Yeah. Yikes. The major melon one is also disgusting. I haven't I don't think I've really had many of these. Um major melon. It's the pink one. I bought it because the bottle looked pretty and I was driving to mm-hmm somewhere and i was like i want a pretty drink and then i was like this is deplorable i see mm-hmm. major melon wow um i i remember i don't really drink soda anymore but um better than me uh when i was this is terrible speaking mm-hmm. of unicorn blood speaking of leaping lemonade I actually did like whiteout when I was in like middle school. Whiteout? It's the one that's pure white. It's a Mountain Dew? Yeah, Mountain Dew whiteout. I'm looking it up. Speaking of. Uh, what flavor is that? Uh, it was like, some, it was like a citrusy, like. Hmm. I don't really even know how it, like I couldn't describe now. It's been many, it's been a decade at least. Mm-hmm. since i've last had it i couldn't explain how it was tasted different from normal mountain dew mm-hmm. uh and i feel a little bit of shame that i liked and enjoyed it and would purchase it from convenience stores 
I will add that to your mood board. Uh oh. That's of you. Uh oh. Well. You know, I have I, to live I, with the shame. I have to. I have to face my, face my great shame. You can't drown your dream. Your demons. They know how to drink the Mountain Dew. <laughs> you can, however, drown your demons in Major Melon. And uh, flaming hot. And flaming hot. Oh wow! Here it is. Mountain Dew soda, flaming hot. Ugh. Two two sixty nine on Instacart. It looks. It. It looks wretched. Yeah, no, it looks <laughs> like you take a sip and you're immediately on the toilet for an hour. It looks, it looks like, like it's the color of tomato juice. Mm-mm, mm-mm. But you know this did not come from a vegetable. <laughs> Oof. Small, oh. small side story here is I have a coworker that like. Like they are known for they drink Mountain Dew. That's their soda. When we finally have Mountain Dew in stock, that's what they buy. When people want to be nice, they buy that person a Mountain Dew. They will pick, they will drive to another store specifically to buy Mountain Dew so that they're there for like company lunches and stuff for that person. And so Uh every day they would bring a Mountain Dew to lunch, like they would pack it in their lunch box. And somebody was stealing the one Mountain Dew out of their lunch box. And, uh, they tracked down that employee and like confronted them about it and was like, if you do not stop taking the Mountain Dews out of my lunch, I have a you... special set of skills. Listen, listen, kid. Everybody makes mistakes. But one mistake nobody ever makes twice is stealing Mountain Dew from Mountain Dew Matthew. <laughs> it really was like <laughs> of all the people that you're going to steal a Mountain Dew from, you're going to steal it from Mountain Dew's number one customer who will find you and will figure <laughs> out who did it and will not forget about it. Major Mellon is his uncle. Oh, my God. Well, and I don't know how much of this story is true, but what someone told me is they were like, yeah, they finally put a camera in their lunchbox and like caught what? the person on foot <laughs> stealing the Mountain Dew out of their lunch pail. I don't yeah. know how embellished that part of the. <laughs> you think, uh, you think when he, when the, was this like, you just like a camera that he put in it? Or was it like a live kind of... feed? Was it a live feed to a security camera that he had where like an alert went off when his, when his bag got open and he was like, we've got a. <laughs> Either got that. A, we've got a I'm... Mountain Dew code red. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, did he just wait in the break room and just watch everyone that interacted with the break room fridge? Uh, I, also, I be. can I, I'm so sorry, I keep adding things on. As I've been scrolling through images of Mountain Dew, I came across a heavily photoshopped image of the Grinch, the new animated one that Benjamin Cumberbatch voices holding yep. a can of Mountain Dew. And in Dr. Seuss' script, it says, I will drink Mountain Dew here or there. I will drink Mountain Dew everywhere. I'm looking at it. I found the image. And I will drink Mountain Dew here or there. I will drink Mountain Dew everywhere. They're mixing up their Seuss, their Seusses a little bit. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Mm. That's a stolen valor from from Sam I am yeah yep 
Oh man, I'm still thinking about the Mountain Dew Flaming Hot. Yeah, that's going to keep you up at night for a while. Yeah, just watching these two people drink it. One just I am... like one just totally chugging the entire <sighs> bottle and then the other That the person other is agon- Yeah, that is L0 on Twitch by the way. I ate your pie and L0. Uh everyone go give him a follow if you like watching people stream video games and chug uh, Mountain Dew and well hopefully never again will they either respectively chug and or agonizingly sip dainty take dainty little sips of Mountain Dew flaming hot mm like, you know, when you're eating something spicy, like with tahini on it, and you actually choke on your own spit and it burns. Mm-hmm. I imagine yeah. that's what it tastes like. Yeah. I mean, hot take. I love spice. I love spicy things. Yeah. Yeah. Spicy drinks aren't good. Mm-mm. 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 I, not even fireball. Fireball is for people who are depressed and don't care if they live through the night. You're completely correct. Yes. You're completely. I have next to no respect. Uh, that's not true. I, I respect people. I respect people who drink Fireball I'm, because I'm afraid of them. Well, like not, not who drink Fireball, but who drink it and enjoy it. I'm like, afraid of them. Just chew some big red gum it's the same thing just chew some big red gum just just get uh get yourself uh, a packet of gum big red what are the um yeah get some get some red hots yeah right? exactly yeah just Give get some red hots uh, i don't know i don't wait there are this is turning into like the, the last 15 minutes have just become like um munch squad. <laughs> we really did do a munch squad. <laughs> we did just do a munch we did just do a munch squad, but I do have to share looking at looking at red hots, which I I, I don't know if they are the same as hot tamales, but um hot tamales comes up in this in the shop in the in the Google shop ads. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I search for red hots, and I'm learning now that there are hot tamales, cinnamon, cinnamon flavored marshmallow peeps, for oh. 89 cents on Instacart, and they have a four star rating. Four out of five. Yep. Four out of five. Well, which is lower than all of the other, um. Like hot tamales themselves, five stars. Mm-hmm. Um, red hot goldfish, five stars. Oh God, no. Um, atomic fireballs, the jawbreakers, five stars. Okay, hot tamales but... peeps, four stars. Like that's God still, that still feels respect respectable to me. We won't knock it till we try it. Wait, I'm going back. What what rating did the Mountain Dew? Flame and hot have. They are hiding the ratings. They they won't tell me. You know, right now, when I search for this, so we got 
four stars for Major Melon. Mm-hmm. You did not sound like you had a four star opinion of Major, Major I Melon. I did not. We got Mountain Dew fl- <laughs> Flaming Hot, which uh, does not give us a rating. That's hidden knowledge. Oh, God. Can I read um, you this, this review? Real quick. Right next to that, Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Mm-hmm. Long pause. Candle. Okay. From Etsy. No. Mm-hmm. Mountain Dew Baja Blast Candle, $35 <laughs> on Etsy. So sorry. <laughs> ah, so sorry. Uh, everybody check out Meme Chain Creations on Etsy. Mountain Dew Baja Blast Candle. I, you know, if I were... If I were, if I were a different person than I am, I would probably check that out. I just got addicted to Etsy. Oh wait, wait! You said Etsy. Yeah, Etsy. I I thought you said Cincy. Oh. T- show me this review. Okay, where is it at? Uh. It's shoot. Sorry for he distracting said, you. No, no, no. He said. A 16-ounce can of Mountain Dew Flame and Hot has 220 calories, yikes, 58 grams of sugars, which is 117% of the recommended daily intake, pros and cons. Lack of heat made them feel like they had a sore throat, which I would rather get the flu than have a sore throat. I can't imagine drinking something and being like oh you know what this makes me feel like i have a sore throat yeah no that sounds dreadful where is hmm, they're hiding the rest of the list but those are the two things on it and that just sounds it says they f- they f- it's like they threw some tahine in a ginger ale and called it a day which that burns me just to read Is this the uh, is this the the AZ Central review that you were reading by Andy Berlin? Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Shout outs to Andy Berlin. Thank you. Great, Andy great for, food writer. For my favorite, my favorite Mountain Dew reviewer. Wow, this was actually updated on the 18th. So this is guys, this is coming to you live and hot. Wow. Yeah, I don't want it. I kind of do. Is the worst part is that you just want there's, to a, there's a part of it. There's a there's a part of me that's like you want that forbidden knowledge. I cr- I crave the knowledge, not the drink, not the drinking experience, but just the knowledge. You it's like flying. it's like when you know like. Someone tells you to like, hey, Google this, and you know it's going to be mm-hmm. something terrible, but you just have to know what it's going to be. You are flying too close to the sun right now, Colin. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm closing the tab. <laughs> I close the tab. I will not be purchasing any Mountain Dew Red Hot today, but God help me if I see it in a store somewhere. <laughs> You're obligated. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to resist. Oh boy. The horrid urge. 
the gremlin your gremlin brain will take over i don't even like soda but this is just the worst you're compelled the power of mountain dew compels you their ad their whoever marketed this they've they've succeeded despite all evidence to the contrary literally everything that we have read has been bad and foul and angry and we both crave it <laughs> it's all part of their master plan they put some some subliminal messaging inside these reviews you know it, it's some it's a little bit like um it, it's like when i read these reviews it's almost like yeah, you can't. You couldn't handle it. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like someone's telling me, "Oh, you don't want Mountain Dew flaming hot. You couldn't handle it." And I'm like, "Fucking bet." It's like when you tell a little kid, "Oh no, this is you wouldn't like this. It's this is too, for grownups. <laughs> this is for grownups. You wouldn't like it." And you're like, "By God, I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna like it." Yeah, I'll be the judge of that. Thank you very much. Mm. Uh, yeah Mountain Dew Flaming Hot is the equivalent of giving your 8 year old uh, like a sip of whiskey so that they <laughs> so that they like will learn not to like the the flavor they'll be revolted You re it's like when you make a little when you catch a little kid smoking so you make him smoke the whole pack till he's sick yeah, I mean, that's even more fucked up than what I said. But yeah, that is kind of what Mountain Dew Flaming Hot is like. Yeah. All right, this discussion has gone on too long. I want you to know we just talked for 30 minutes about Mountain Dew, and I'm not exaggerating. I know. <laughs> I'm looking at the timer as we speak, just watching it go up. This is seconds of my life ticking away. That Mountain Dew Flaming Hot took from us. Yeah. But I am a I am a ride or die blaster till I die. Well, uh, that's that's redundant. Ride or die till I die doesn't make sense. I'm glad to hear it because I was... I'm a diehard blaster. Uh, I don't really want to. I don't have a strong urge to go to Taco Bell again. No, of course not. But but that I am, blast. I yeah, I'm all about that. I'm glad that's to the, hear it. That's the juice box I crave. That's. Colin bug juice. That's, that's, that's Colin juice right there. That's Colin. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, this has been a long episode, which is okay because we were off, out for many weeks. But should we wrap up? Yeah, we could wrap up. It's a good place to stop. I think so. Thank you for listening to uh, 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 this special Munch Squad edition. This has been Maddie Say the Thing. Colin M. Dyke, typo included. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.